Six, Sev, here we are, back at it again. The white man's. <laughs> With a what? Yeah, it's like a line. <laughs> oh. It was like, I think it was in a vine somewhere I'm out once. of touch, so. Yeah, it's okay. I'm out of touch, too, probably with most things nowadays, what kids do. Yeah, I don't you're like know. all over TikTok with your girlfriend. What are you talking about? Actually, those videos are on her account. I have no creativity knowledge about what it is. I'm just the prop. I'm just the prop. <laughs> I stopped making TikTok videos, actually. I made, actually, I made one the other day and then I was bullied online. So I took it down and I don't want to make any more. What? No, fuck the bullies. Fuck the haters. They're just jealous. That's what I say. I think whoever is like <laughs> against the LGBTQ community has internal homophobia. The legitimate <laughs> The LGBTQ <laughs> You say it so much better. Legitimate That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> But anyway, six set back at it again. We're here. Yeah, we didn't mean to start this episode like this, guys. Sorry, but I love it. Yeah. I kind of love it. LGBT quoi? Wait, say it again. Legitimate quoi? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but so on a a wide turn, we're gonna take right now. We're gonna talk about what it means to be queer in a workplace and applying to jobs and working at them. Yikes! Yikes! Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> What's that's also in a movie, I think. Here we go. That line. I don't know. It's that what was that movie? Like Fat Albert or something? <gasps> that's what it's I like. love that movie. <laughs> is, it, is Fat Albert. Now we're gonna sing a song for you. <laughs> I told you I like fucking love that movie. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I swear I don't have ADHD, but sometimes I totally do. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go, guys. Anyways. So what does it mean to be queer in a workplace? Let me just say first off, all right, that we have this law out there, okay? You know, not trying to get into politics or anything, but the Civil Rights Act it, of 1964, I think the year was, where it was implemented, where it literally says you cannot discriminate against employees or job applicants based on their like race, age, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation and gender but even though we have that law why does discrimination still happen at a workplace because people suck because people suck exactly and i think it's also <laughs> because you know we have so many policies think about it we have so many policies and laws out there but it's it's just it's a law right there's so many loopholes and tunnels that people use to get away with shit like discriminating against someone. And I feel like also it has to do with people who are working at a specific job or who are applying to a job who don't address the allegations or don't address their own experiences of being discriminated against at a workplace because of many different reasons, you know, and that's why it doesn't get stopped. And also the effort you have to make to even bring it to court if it's takes it to that step. You know, some people just 
don't want to do that. It's not worth it to some people, which I get. Yeah, I get that. But discrimination definitely happens all the fucking time in the world. And also at, at work. It, it does. It really does. Yeah. Do you agree with me, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else to add, but yeah, I agree. You know, I I have a question, though. Have you ever, like, didn't apply for a certain job because you were afraid of how you would be appeared at that job because of your sexual orientation? I would say that I more so didn't apply to jobs where I knew I would feel like an outsider. So like Mm -hmm. jobs where on the website, all you see are just like a group of men. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not for me. Yeah. No, I need some woman up in here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm even having a hard time right now because the women in my office is like dwindling. It's like just a couple of us. So I feel like, you know, even the question of like picking the field that you're in based off of your sexual orientation too. Yeah. You know, I definitely think a big part of why I wanted to go into social work was because, you know, it's in the fucking ethnic codes. We You have to accept us like you, right. you do. It's right. social work. And I think that's one of the, like the main reasons why I went into social work. But I remember like a really big moment where I really thought about what exactly what I want to do. Like, will I apply for this job? Will it hurt me because of my sexual orientation like not physically but mentally like what would people think of me you know I was always so nervous to start a job because the first time I had a job was I think I was 17 and I worked at Tilly's I worked at retail yes and I love Tilly's (laughs) skater vibes let's go and I was just I was so nervous because I was like what are the coworkers gonna think of me you know how I dress how I look Are they going to ask me specific questions? So there were definitely times where I hesitated to apply for jobs because of that. I don't think there was a specific job that I didn't want to apply for because of my sexual orientation, but there was definitely like hesitancy with it. Yeah, it's definitely something that you're aware of when you're applying for jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it kind of leads you in the direction of companies where it won't or it's less likely to be a problem. Yeah. Have you ever had like a problem where someone discriminated against you or you thought that they they did when you were working? <sighs> where do I begin? Oh, here I, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So, I feel like Sarah talks a lot about you talk a lot about what your major was mm-hmm. on the podcast, but I feel like I don't really talk about mine. So, for whoever doesn't know, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I work in construction. And when it comes to being a lesbian, you would think like, oh, yeah, like that's really fitting. Like it's like more of a masculine job and you're like a lesbian and like, yeah, go do that shit. But that's the best way I can describe it. (laughs) But um, it's it's hard because, yes, you're right. Like a lot of lesbians do go into the construction world. Like if you are in the construction world as a woman, it's probably more likely than not that you are a lesbian but all of the men that you work with are so traditional that it's like conflicting mm. so all of the like guys that i run into on a daily basis are very old school and it just like kind of throws you for a loop because like i don't know you're kind of in this like rugged world with people who are just like whatever like let's build some shit 
and all of the men that you're surrounded with look at you like you're a piece of meat, talk to you like you're a piece of meat, and treat you like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you're a woman. I don't experience a lot of discrimination because of my sexual orientation because a lot of people don't know about it. The people that know about it are the people that are in my office, but it's not something that's like talked about. It's like, yeah, like the other PMs know, the site supers know, like, yeah, that's fine. But like the subs don't know Mm -hmm. and the building managers don't know. But the fact that I'm a woman in that field makes it way more difficult for me for other reasons. And so it's like sometimes I use it to my advantage. It's a little weird. Like sometimes you can use being a woman to your advantage because sometimes like the building supers or like the site supers or whatever, they'll listen to you more because like, I guess like the way I give them information or something like that, like it's kind of like a game a little bit. Everything in that construction world is all about politics. I mean, honestly, pretty much like everything else, but it's really about politics. It's like a minefield. Like you go in and you're trying to control the way a client thinks, the way a building super thinks, the way that your site super thinks. And you're just trying to manage the way that everybody thinks so that everybody gets along and shit gets done. It's like way less about like just slapping shit together and more about controlling people's emotions. It's kind of it's really interesting. That's actually really interesting. Like you wouldn't think that when you look at construction, you're like, oh, yeah, they're just like slapping shit together. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, when I tell people I work in construction management, they're like, whatever. Like, that's nothing. That's like, I could do that. I can't do it. After what I hear, they do <laughs> Oh, hell no. <laughs> because it's like you sit there and you have to figure out not only what you have, like, what information you have to tell somebody, but how you're going to tell them that. And so I think sometimes, like, being a woman helps me in that way because they're more receptive of the bad information from a female than a male. Mm. That's so interesting because yeah. usually like you would think that for a woman, like a man won't listen to a woman because they're a woman. They'll find men. Well, they don't. More. So. But it depends on what it is. Okay. Because there are some where like, I mean, it's so interesting too. Like right now I have this building super who's Irish and he is very, I mean, this is not confirmed, but it's like it seems like he only likes working with people who are also Irish or of Irish descent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because my last name, you know, is Irish. Yeah. He loves me. Yeah. Like I am the only person who's allowed to communicate with him. Damn. Look at you. The other people in my office, like he will say no to. But he's like, because it's you, like, I'll do it for you. Interesting. It is really interesting. Do you think it's because you're Irish or because you're a woman? He says that. I I'm, I think it has to do with both. Yeah. But I think that the Irish definitely helps. As weird as it is. Yeah. I think that the Irish are kind of like that. I'm not surprised by that because, you know, when, you ha- when you're working with someone who has like a similar background to you, you're more gravitating towards them. You have yeah. more stuff to talk about. Yeah. You know? So I'm not surprised actually that he does that at all. Yeah. It's very interesting though that you had, you know, your workplace was more about like your gender than your sexual orientation yeah most of them don't know about it yeah but like you said your job is more like man dominated like there's more men than women at your job you know most of the time and i'm not kidding you and like this is something that i notice on a daily basis most of the time i'm the only woman in the room that's crazy every single day Mm mm-hmm like, the only time I'm normally around another woman is if I'm in my office and, like, 
the office women are there mm-hmm. or if I'm on site and the client is there. I didn't even know that. I mean, like, yeah, when I, I know this isn't your job, but like when I walk around in the city and I see like construction workers, I see literally only men. Yeah. Only exactly. men. I think I've seen one woman once. Yeah. And what one was she woman. like a flag person or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. She exactly. was working on the road. She was exactly. a flag person. Yeah. With the yellow vest, orange, orange hat, like, yeah. or orange white flag. hat. <laughs> <laughs> we love the flag. <laughs> and like, I, and I remember when I saw that lady, I was like, oh my God, it's a woman. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. The only women are normally like the, the flag people mm-hmm. and like the cleaners. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So how are you able to get to where you are then? Well, so what I do is on the project management side of things. So I'm not really doing any of the physical labor. Okay. I do the managing of every party that's involved of the physical labor, including the clients, the building, everything. Got it. Um, And when it comes to all of that, it's more of like... I mean, still, like, in that part alone, you don't normally see a lot of women. You don't. Because a lot of the other parts of the puzzle, so all of those people that I just spoke about, only trust men normally. Wow. I think the fact that I have, like, this masculine side to me, whether or not they recognize it, I think it helps. Mm -hmm. I think it definitely helps because, you know... I mean, they say that like lesbians tend to work harder than straight women. Sorry for all the straight women out there, but it's honestly true. Because like, <laughs> I just scared your cats. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that was the biggest laugh I gave. <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean, there's a literally statistic out there that shows really lesbian women work harder than straight women because they have to. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We have to work. We don't have a fucking guy to lean on. I've no. I've spoken to a lot of straight women who are like, "I'm just gonna lean on my husband." I'm like, "What century are we in?" Yeah, I just like I don't. I don't get it. Like for me, like I know there's like stay-at-home moms, right? I know like that was like a really big thing, and you know I grew up with parents who both worked, and I was in that mindset where I was like, I can't imagine like you know, like not working. Like, I think, you know, for people who are at home, home, um, home. Oh my God. I just said it. Stay at home moms. Yes. Thank you. Stay at home moms. (laughs) You know, if, if they can do it and it works for the family, then by all means, like go for it, you know? Yeah. Like it's great. But like, I think for, for me, like I just wasn't around that growing up. I always thought, you know, like both spouses work you work till five, six, whatever, and you go home and you have family dinner and that's how it's supposed to be. Um, and then my friend's parents, you know, like they, they either both worked the parents or one of them was a stay at home mom and it was always a stay at home mom. And I was like, okay, cool. They can do that because they can financially afford that. But like, I never saw that, you know, but like, I don't think I could do that. I I don't know if I could, like, maybe it would be cool, but I, I need a purpose. Like I need, yeah, and I'm not saying like taking care of kids is not a purpose because that definitely is. And it's a yeah. lot of fucking work. Yeah. But, you know, I just imagine my whole life like having to work because that's what I saw. That's what I've experienced. I've always worked throughout my life. Um, but I think it's interesting, though, because your work was more about being a woman, you know, than yeah. 
than your sexual orientation, but also like your gender expression too. You mentioned it before in like previous episodes about like what you wear. It can be different. Like you can dress more femme or you can dress more masculine or in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever had experiences with like where you question yourself on like what to wear before work? I mean, sometimes, but in the sense where it's like, that's way too feminine. I can't wear that. Got it. And it's, it's cool because like, this is why I love construction partially is because like I can wear the same thing as the guys and nobody will really question it because like we have to dress professionally. Like there are code requirements that, you know, force us to dress a certain way. So I think in that sense, it's pretty cool. There are just like, there are so many factors that play into it, but yeah, it, it always has to do with the fact that I'm a woman, not the fact that I'm a lesbian there. Th- yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've mentioned these like certain things before, but like there have been multiple, multiple times where I've been called a princess on site. Oh my God. Um, oh yeah. You said that, I think like way think at I the did. beginning though. I way did say beginning. that. Yeah. And then there was this other time. I also don't know if I mentioned this, but there was this, one building super that told me in front of like a group of people that I was too young for him. So I needed to be careful. Like meaning that like you're too young. Exactly what you thought. That's just right now. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. That is. And he was like 60. I hate men. (laughs) (laughs) I literally hate men like that. Like I really do. Oh, But also, like, at the same time, like, I go to my office and I was nervous in the beginning. I've always been nervous telling people that I'm a lesbian when I go to work because I'm like, I don't know. How are you like, are you going to be receptive to this? Are things going to be weird afterwards? I don't know. But like my thing, my first day at this new company, that was one of their first questions because listen, because they asked you that. Well, okay, because just like you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've gotten this before, and if you haven't, I'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. But people call me a hundred footer. Have you gotten that before? I know the term, but I've never been. I've been called that. Not at. Wait. Yes. 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 Yeah. Now I remember. Yes. 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 It was a part time job, so it was a while ago. It was so a part time like, job. <laughs> yeah, but so like as soon as I walked into the room, they all were like, "Oh, one of them probably." Yeah. And so they just wanted to confirm. So literally at the first lunch that I had with these people, they were like, "So." what gender do you date and i'm like okay (laughs) sure like that i'm just like what the fuck like i mean i don't care yeah like if they're asking me it feels like they're open to it yeah so yeah no that's true i mean i think that i think it's interesting because i don't care if someone asks me that either i just think it's like weird for them if someone asks like the first week of like working at a new job. I would wait at least to like the second week, you know, like what's on your minds. And like another part of me is like, you don't ask that to someone who's like a straight person or who perceives themselves as straight. Like, right. I always like go to that, like, like thought. And I think that's why I'm hesitant about like, why do you have to ask me that? But another part of me is like, I really don't give a fuck. Like I will answer your question. I like girls. I fucking love them. Like, (laughs) you know, so You know, like, that's my thoughts on that. I think with my experience, it was, I was definitely nervous to do my first part-time job. Like I said, I did it at Tilly's, but then I had other part-time jobs. Like I worked at a restaurant. I worked at the bowling alley in Syosset. And I remember like my, my first job, 
I was asked about my sexual orientation, but not like at the beginning. It was like at the two month kind of timeline. And there was actually another coworker who was like a gay man. And he was talking about if I had any friends who were guys who were gay. And I was like, okay, I see where this conversation is going. And, you know, I didn't at the time (laughs) who were out. But um, so I was like, nah, nah, I don't. And we kind of just continued the conversation on me and like who I like. And I was kind of at that time, 17, I, you know, I was dating guys and girls even though I really knew I was a lesbian. So I said I was bi. You know, I feel like you shouldn't have to tell your sexual orientation to a coworker. However, I feel like it's very hard not to. And I feel like there's certain like times where it can be forced. I feel like sometimes like a part of me feels like I have to let them know. Like, I don't really know why, but like a small part of me feels like I need to let them know so that way they understand why I dress the way I do. Yeah. You know, like, but not even that, like then you can fully act like yourself. Exactly. I feel like I'm Without hiding myself like, if exactly. I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause like my sexuality is a huge part of me. It's not like entirely who I am, right? but it is a part of me. Right. And it's a big part of myself. Yeah. And also like, I'm very big on this. Like wherever you work, I want to ha- work at a place where I feel accepted and comfortable Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem if coworkers come up and ask me, but I I find it interesting though because I've never had this experience. But I've I wonder if you have, or I'm sure other people have. But like, if you let's say you don't come out, you don't come out to one of your coworkers, and you're like, I'm queer, I'm gay, but it comes up in conversation of like who you're dating, and you say a feminine name to your coworker. And they and I've heard so many stories about this and the, your coworker responding, oh, I wouldn't pass you as someone who's gay or who likes girls. That is a horrible thing to say. Let me let me just say that. Yikes. Like, I, I don't understand. I've heard this from three people. Three of my friends who they've experienced yep, that. That's yep. awful. And I'm just like, I don't care if that coworker is you know, drinking alcohol or, or if they're sober, you just like, like why act surprised? Oh, and also if you're surprised, keep it to yourself then like, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know, like it it just, and it's like with femme, it was with like my femme friends, like all of them were femme. So I'm wondering like, okay, is it assumed that I have to be gay because I wear masculine clothing? Probably. Yes, I am mostly. Yes. But like the, it, makes me question is there ever a time then will straight women purchase masculine clothing and they're not gay well we were just talking about recently i think we were talking about the style that's like popular now and how it's making it harder to tell who's gay and who's not it is because though like the women are wearing a lot more like skater baggier clothes and like that's always been Mm-hmm. the lesbian style but now everybody looks like a lesbian so yeah so fuck you guys for making it inclusive it's harder for us to dictate who's gay or not yeah. <laughs> i need to be able to pinpoint <laughs> i need you to put like right on your like snapchat thing i'm gay so we know yeah no but you know Write it's it on your forehead like I, yeah put I it on your forehead know. we need a sign we need something here but anyways i mean i just think that being queer and 
a woman too like right now (laughs) it is great it is great i think there's you know i feel like in my profession um it's woman dominated like it's so interesting we're opposite i know it's all woman i think that it's not all woman but mainly women yeah you know and it's i had like i think about like maybe i think i saw about a total of like seven men in the social work building at my school like seven men there's there was probably definitely more but there was like hundreds of women right you know and i think that's also a problem though because for you know sometimes men or kids that are like guys they want to have a a man who's a therapist they do and which is okay yeah and there's not a lot of them there isn't so i think it's just that's like another issue we can talk about another podcast about like you know how there's certain genders out there that are dominated in certain like jobs and how that it can there can be like consequences to that obviously um but i have to say like in my experience with like being queer in a workplace when i got older it was interesting because there was one job i worked at where you know i had a uniform i had to wear a uniform and because of that, I actually was comfortable with that because I didn't have to wear like really masculine clothing. I just have to, had to wear black pants. Like everyone, no matter what their gender was, you had to wear black pants, black shoes, and like like an apron kind of. Like depending on what your job title was, but an apron or jeans. And like, I kind of like that. And the same shirt, the same fucking shirt. I had to wash it a million times. <laughs> and I liked it because no one could really tell if I was gay or not, you know? But... It was it was interesting, though, because I felt accepted when I was working at this job and they didn't flat out ask me if I was like gay or not. Like the other job, it came up in conversation about relationships. Oh, who do you like to date? I feel like that's such a, like an easy gateway of finding your out like what a person's sexual orientation is. Not always because mm-hmm. someone can be bi and be in a relationship with a guy and they won't know that they're right. bi, you know, but I just I just think it's it's really, really interesting, you know, so back at it again with the question (laughs) Um, in all. I wonder, like, is it really important to tell your coworkers if you're gay or your boss? I think it's different for me if it's a coworker versus a boss, because I don't know, like you said before, like some people like don't know that you're gay at work. Right. And you said it was like yeah. the, the the PMs or the, the well, you said another word. It starts with an S, I think. Side supers. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, I think that. I don't think that anybody is in the need to know, but if they ask me, I'm not going to lie. So like that's kind of what happened is like the PMs at lunch asked me and I, I wasn't going to lie. So I told them. But, like, if nobody asks me, I'm not going to tell them. Like, yeah. it's my personal life. I can choose to say or not say if I want to. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I go about it. I mean, like, my boss doesn't know. They haven't asked me. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's, yeah, if it doesn't come up, I'm not going to share willingly. Yeah. No, I get that. Because you never know how someone could react. Yeah, you don't know. You, yeah. you might get a side eye. Like, you really don't know. It could be ner- it could be nerve-wracking. Or you yeah. can get a joke. I, I have to say, though, you said two things before um, about, like, your experience where, like, you know, one of your coworkers called you, like, a princess. And then that 
disgusting 60 year old man who said that like weird comment. And to think about it, I have been, I've heard so many things where people have sexualized me because I am a woman than my own sexual orientation. Yeah. And it amazes me because I still represent to be like a masculine woman. And even during my part-time jobs, I was, I was dressing more like a switch kind of, but like, it's crazy. Like I would get comments at some of my jobs regarding like my body and regarding saying, Oh, we can go to the back room real quick. Someone said that to me. What? A customer said that to me and they thought it was a joke and I was disgusted. I was disgusted. It was, it was a time where I was like, it doesn't fucking matter how I dress. Like I remember telling like my friends, I can't dress any gayer. Like I really can't. And you want to go in the back room with me or comments like this from men. And they're typically men who have literally looked at me and said to me, um, you know, I could, I could turn you. Like, it doesn't matter if you're gay. And I've had that at bars, but like, I've had that also at work. Like, it it was weird. And I, 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 you know, before, you know, we would learn about being sexualized as a woman at work. Like, we would learn about this in school, like, and like small workshops, like I think we had to do online. And I was like, oh, that can't happen to me. I was like, that can't happen. And then it happened. And I'm like, I'm disgusted. And I don't know whether to laugh or to scream at them because my job title is the lowest of all of them. And I feel like that's another reason why people don't speak up. And I definitely didn't speak up when I should have. And I should have protected myself more. But I was I was young. I was like, Mm -hmm. at first I was like, is this normal? Like, do men really talk to women like this? Like, this is disgusting. And they do. Yeah. Like, there has been so many other like sayings too and like that i've been told and it just like it's weird and also like it was mainly men who were in their 60s and i'm like you're talking to like a 23 year old 24 25 year old like saying these kind of comments like i'm that's when i feel sorry for their wives like i feel sorry for their wives i had a coworker that like would flirt with women who has a who has a wife yeah or would you know say oh my wife doesn't have to know like as a joke. And I'm like, I wouldn't even say that as a joke about my girlfriend. Like I would like, I couldn't like, like, and in that manner too, like that's pure disgusting. Yeah. So I agree with you on the fact that like, even in our experiences, I was more sexualized because of my gender than my, my sexual orientation. Right. I really was. And no, no woman really has said anything that has sexualized me. However, um, you know, I have had two girls <laughs> come up to me and ask for my number in two jobs once. That that was, but that's a compliment. It, that was a compliment. No, no, um, negative experiences. I will say with women coming up to me and um thinking that I'm an object. Like, right. this right. just shows you men really need to be fucking educated, or they need to be exiled. <laughs> Took the extreme. <laughs> Not totally canceling them, only the ones that should be. Only exiling them. <laughs> yeah. But I just think it's so it's so annoying. Like it's just annoying and frustrating. I think there was a time where I kind of just accepted it. Like I kind of just like laughed at it because this one job that I had, there was not really structure 
there wasn't an HR team, which was surprising. And it was, it was weird. And I didn't know what to do. And I would like tell my boss and they would be like, Oh, like, don't worry about it. Like they're not going to come back. And I'm just like, why isn't anyone doing anything like this is the problem why it keeps happening too, because they're not, someone's going to repeat and continue their patterns if they're not caught or if they're not called, called in or called out for it, you know? And it's, it's frustrating. And I was nervous, you know, starting my internship at, you know, a school because I was like a lesbian. I was dressing masculine. I was working with kids and I was nervous. I was nervous for how kids can perceive me because, you know, kids can be mean sometimes they, they can be, anyone can be mean, but like, and, but they're smart too. Like they have, had more social media than we have when we were kids so they know a lot more shit than we did at their age and you know I've had a lot of comments I remember when you know kids would come up to me and they would you know say the wrong pronouns or they would ask me flat out are you a boy or a girl and like I wouldn't take it to heart because they're kids you know I was like I would just like correct them I would educate them and I was fine with it but like there were some times where it was just like a lot, like it was every day. And I was like, I'm tired of this, you know? Right. But I think the worst thing was when a coworker misgendered me and she knew me for a year. Are you serious? Yeah. She knew me for a year and she said he, and all of my friends caught it. One of my, my friends caught it at my internship and she actually talked to me afterwards And she was like, do you want me to tell her? Like, she was like, do you want me to like tell her that she was wrong? Like your pronouns are she, her. And you know what I said? And I'm upset that I said this. I was like, no, like, don't worry about it. I wish I told my friend that because in the moment when my coworker called me, he, it was in front of like the whole team. And I was like, I felt like it was the wrong time to say my pronouns are she, her, by the way, like, no, you're wrong. Like, it was just awkward. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. I've definitely corrected someone on my pronouns, but I've definitely corrected them on my pronouns like before, but in like in the past, but there's certain moments where you don't want to do that. You feel awkward. Right. The timing's weird. So I feel like in that scenario with my last internship, my sexual orientation was more of not a problem, but I would be called out for it more than my gender. And I think it's also because in that field, it's a majority of them are women. But when I worked in other jobs that were a majority of men, I would be sexualized. Yeah. It's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just fucked up. (laughs) It just is. It makes me so fucking angry. Like, this explicit content is like going to be huge right for this one. But like, I just don't get it. Don't the, don't people have better things to do than just to stare at a woman's boobs or ass. You don't have to sexualize women or stare at them in certain ways. Yeah. You can see it as a, some women see it as a compliment that other times they don't like it. Yeah. I think it depends. Like coming from my experience, there are times where I take it as a compliment and there are times where I'm like, all right, fuck off, bro. Um, or like being catcalled. Have you ever been catcalled at a job? No, I've been catcalled elsewhere. Oh, but you live in New York City, <laughs> and no, not even here abroad. Really? Yeah, abroad. Where? Yeah, that was scary. Um, in Italy. Oh, 
they're horny over there. <laughs> they're scary over there. <laughs> they're very scary over there. I don't know, though. I feel like, Val, what do you think could change in a few years? Do you think that this would still be a thing, like when we're in our 50s, 60s? Like, do you think that men will sexualize women less in a workplace based off of, like, their sexual orientation or making, like, those rude or weird remarks? I don't know. A part of me wants to think that, like, that my workplace, for example, will be flooded with more women and that your workplace will be flooded with more men and that that will help kind of equalize the environment. In reality, will that happen? I don't really know. I think it's honestly more likely in your environment for that to happen. I think in my environment, there's a certain type of woman that has to, like be in that field Mm -hmm. like in the state that it is now and i'm not just kind of like talking myself up right now but it's really true like you have to have a certain kind of thick skin in order to work in that environment and if you don't have it you can't you can't be there yeah because you will be sexualized every single day Mm -hmm. and that's no joke like that's no exaggeration it happens every single day And you have to be okay with that. And you have to be able to control yourself in order to do well at your job. Mm -hmm. Do I think that'll get better? I don't know. I think, I mean, it's possible with the, the people like the building supers now retiring and getting new building supers, maybe. But again, like, you know, those build, like, if you think about like people's families, like, you're taught by your parents and you are very influenced by them. Say these building supers kids are now the new building supers. Like, no, it's probably going to drag on for quite a while. It's like a generational. It'll fade out, but -hmm. it's going to take a long time. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I hope that like, I agree. It gets better, but Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like every, like decade there's some progress but there's also like steps back obviously too yeah like i think the workplace is probably is definitely better than when it was in like in the 1930s and 40s where like women only could like stay at home cook and clean and raise the children now like you know like there's progress but it also took like fucking like a century like it took so long and we're we still have to grow there's still there's always going to be problems i feel like in a workplace mm-hmm. you know we're not robots we're not perfect we're humans we have emotions and there's also you know i think just like in it's people being inappropriate at a workplace it, it's disgusting it happens all the time even if it's not about you know a man and a woman or or gender or sexual orientation you know it can be anything and it's just, it's, it's disgusting. Those people need to get fired in my opinion, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I was going to say something and I forgot, but it was about something that you said. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, to us so much. I know. Um, so do you, I, I think you said this before that, do you feel like you have to work harder than other men in your field? I do. But I think, and I would, my old response to this question would have been that I like, I work smarter than them, which is like so corny. But um, my response now is that like, I think I just work more emotionally intelligent than the men. 
And I think that that gives me a step up because they don't know how to control their emotions. They do not know. They think that women are emotional. Bitch, you see us (laughs) once a month and we're in fucking agonizing physical pain and we're controlling our emotions. I don't want to hear your bitch like shit. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I really don't. Have you seen those videos of like men putting on like that yeah. those like uh the yeah. what is it called the pads on their like yeah stomach it's like the simulator mimic, yeah. of the period yeah pain. to mimic the period yeah. pain and yeah. they're like incruciating pain and like, i know oh my god like, i know that's what you deserve bitch like <laughs> i know <laughs> but like very aggressive <laughs> i'm very aggressive today. <laughs> but you know i just think it's it's so interesting though because i've never felt i never felt that i had a I, well i felt that i had a work harder than other people only when it came to school because of my learning disability. I had to do more work. It wasn't because I was a woman or because of my sexual orientation. Um, I think though that working, there was some, I was seeking respect though. That's what I wanted. It was all about respect and it had to do with being a woman. It had to do with my sexual orientation and you know, a lot of people didn't respect that. Without even knowing. Like, without even knowing. Yeah. Can I give you a small piece of advice? Yeah. That I'm also giving to myself. Yeah. The only respect that you should seek is your own. And once you have that, once you respect yourself and you don't give a fuck if anybody else respects you, everybody else is going to respect you. Can I get that tattooed? (laughs) (laughs) I love that, though. It's so right, though. Because at the end of the day... If you dictate, if you, like you said, you have to be like at your job, you, you said, um, emotionally intelligent that you are right. But you have to control your emotions sometimes Yeah, in a way that's healthy, right. And not let your emotions get the best of you. Yeah. And I feel like that's really important to do when it, when it's this situation. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I, if I worried so much about what all of the men around me think of me on a daily basis, I wouldn't be working where I work anymore. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I have to like, and this is my favorite saying. I use this every single day. It's just like constantly stuck in my head. Maybe it'll stick with like somebody who's listening to this. Um, My favorite statement to live by is act confident and no one will question you. That's true. That's another tattoo. But like seriously. So like I, I have been or was an assistant for three years. And I got to the point where I had to like lead all of the meetings at my workplace. Like I would go to the site and I would lead the meetings with all of these people who were much older than me. Everybody was at least like 40 years old and I'm sitting there as like a 20 something. Mm -hmm. And I had to lead the meeting and pretend like I knew what I was talking about and convince people that I knew what I was talking about and get them to make a decision on something. If I didn't act confident in those situations, it would have been shit. Yeah. But I'm in the place that I am right now because I did act confident. And that was the little pep talk I gave to myself every single day before the meeting. Mm-hmm. Act confident and no one will question you. If you're wrong, they'll correct you. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you have to act confident. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Confidence yeah. is one of the most beautiful and attractive things I have to say. Because when someone is confident, it's attractive. You know? And, when, and people believe you. Yeah, people believe you. Yeah. They really do. When you know your shit... 
and you're like relaying it on other people and talking about it and you're going on and on about it, you can catch them. Yeah. Like you see those eyes opening up like they are listening in on you. They are not bored. Yeah. And it is it's the best like kind of reward ever. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's half the time that we're on this podcast and we're talking and I'm giving advice like this. That's what I'm doing. I'm acting confident because these are the things that have worked for me. Are they necessarily right all of the time? No, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But because it's worked for me and because I'm speaking so confidently about it, maybe it'll help someone out there and maybe it'll make them realize maybe something else Yeah, that also helps them. Yeah. And it definitely has, you know, it has. I don't know. Like I will say like, we have gotten a lot of messages and DMs about our podcast and about what we talk about. And I think I might've mentioned this before in the last episode, but just like when we receive those messages and like, even if we get advice or if we get the, you know, the message saying, I went through this too. I felt the same way as you in high school. That reminds us why we love doing this podcast together. It really does. Cause it doesn't help just Val and I, like with our own shit it's mainly for our community and everyone who who are our listeners you know because even when we speak like there's some stuff that i don't know about val that she says on this podcast where it's like something new that i found out and i've known her for so long yeah you know what i mean and it's beautiful it really is and we get to hear your feedback too like our listeners like it's incredible like i look forward to you know, recording podcasts with you all the time. Like, I'm so excited. I get on the the LIRR and I'm like, let's (laughs) fucking go, baby. You know what I mean? But like, as a side note, like this is kind of like, I actually put it on my LinkedIn. I put this on, yeah, I did. I put this on my LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. I I literally did it like a week ago. Like I did it a week ago. Are we friends on LinkedIn? Wait, are we? I don't That's think That's kind of are. fucking homophobic. This <laughs> it's <one's> really homophobic. <laughs> this is an inclusive workplace. <laughs> I need to add you right after this. I know. But um, yeah, I was like co-host of like, a, uh-huh. yeah, I was like six, seven pod. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I might have helped with, I might have used some chat GPT to help with the spelling and the Love words. That. I know. But Hey, if you want to work at an inclusive work environment, we're here. Six F Pod. Six F Pod. Hiring. Baby. Just kidding. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know, the perfect way to end this podcast about like being queer in a workplace. Like for me, it was more about being a woman. I think I've had a lot of gay jokes thrown at me, but they mainly, everything combined, it was mainly because I was a woman. And that's like the first thing that they saw. And sometimes I'm glad that they saw that because I get misgendered all the time. So when they say miss to me or like they say a woman comment, like I kind of smile because I'm like, oh, thank you for not misgendering me. But but that's so different for me. Oh, really? Because I walk around like and the PM that I work with directly, I've worked with him for a year. Now he knows this. He's like, don't call Val miss. Don't call (laughs) Val a lady. Like, don't do that. Don't gender her so specifically in the feminine category. She'll get pissed. I love that. He said that though. I mean, he recognizes it. Does he stand up for it? Uh, You know, whatever. (laughs) Is he an advocate? (laughs) We just like, we just let it go, whatever. But he'll look at me and he'll be like, you hated that. Didn't you? And I'll be like, yep. Awful. Yeah. (laughs) No, there's like certain terms that you're just like, don't fucking say that to me, you know? But like, exactly. That's yeah. so interesting. But it's different for both of us. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like you appreciate that I cringe. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> don't call Val Valerie. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> don't do it. And don't call me a he him. <laughs> and if you do, don't but do it again. <laughs> if you call me that, I'll be like, that's cool. All right. Yeah. yeah it's so interesting though. Cause it's, it's different for everyone because yeah. based off of our experiences and how we feel, yeah. you know, yeah. about ourselves, yeah, which is really cool. But you know, I'm just hoping that in the long run, what at whatever job I get, or even when I walk into a store and I see other people working that they're, they were not treated the same way as me. Like when I look at like, like kids or like young teenagers really like about to like start a job where they talk to me about it, like who are like family friends that they don't experience the same shit I went through. And I can't control that obviously, but I feel like in the future, I'm hoping that it does change. And I don't think being sexualized because you're a woman or being discriminated against because you're, you're gay is going to go away. I don't think that at all, you know, like, for example, like, this is a side note, but very similar. We, you know, there was slavery and then there was racism and there's still racism. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. And that was still there so long ago. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I just think that it's based off of how we raise our kids and what we show them and what's in front of the TV and the phone. And it's really fucking important. It is really important. Yeah. Because one sentence can change someone's mindset on one topic sure. it really can and that's what i i love what i do sometimes because i can say one line that can change a person's life for the better yeah you know that's why i love this podcast because there are like podcasts and youtube videos that i've watched and where one line has changed my life forever mm-hmm. like that one line that i said i confident and no one will question you i got that from a youtube video and it changed my life it changed my mindset mm-hmm. so it's really cool i love it yep that's all we're trying to do. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all love here. <laughs> all love. And also, I just want to say, if anyone like has experienced this or needs advice or support, um, you know, reach out to us, you know. And also, there's a lot of support groups and as well as like if you need to report anything or bring this up to someone where you need that help, go take it. Go grab it. Because I really wish I did. Like, even though there's going to be like, you don't want to go through all the shit, like sometimes it's worth it. So that person doesn't do what he did again or he or she or they, you know, you don't, you don't know. All of everyone doesn't matter your gender, but like, it doesn't matter what gender you are, but report it or tell someone so that you can at least try to prevent it from happening happening again if it does happen to you or someone else because you can stop that you have the power to do that you just have to make that first step and you have a supportive community behind you so we got you not a lawyer but (laughs) we got you for emotional support all right love you guys love you success out bye tongue action (laughs) 